0: So a way
1: Congresswoman, we're watching things like Jim Jordan trying to become the permanent speaker, failing three times. We're seeing, though, consistently Hakeem Jeffries' name being put forth strongly and in unity by the Democrats. You know, we talk about getting to 217 and the chances of maybe more centrist voices from the Republican Party joining the Democrats to actually get something done because Americans are being held hostage by the GOP right now. Nothing's getting done. No legislation has been presented since September.
2: And welcome back to Flyover Politic podcast. It's the 26th of October, year of our Lord, 2023. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, that attracts the GOP are keeping Americans hostage. These fucking people, God bless America. So, we're gonna have some Gaza, try to do a little woke today. Uh, a lot of sound bites, a lot of silly shit up front. Uh, and I'm gonna start with, uh, you know, uh, what I talk about a lot, and I, I cover it every time it happens because it's the only time it has ever happened. Usually when you lose an election, you go the fuck away. But somehow this media is so fixated about Hillary Clinton that we had a heckling, and you know I'm going to play it.
3: I'm by the hypocrisy sorry, we've got of this two more people I, I to hear from. I'm sorry. You, you have a the, chance. Well, the, I'm not sorry. The, the hip, you sit down. I, I know you're not sorry. People, That's the point. The hypocrisy
4: of this talk. speech.
5: The I'm hypocrisy of the fact that. What, what do you have? Can Frank you please, can
4: you, is can you a please make a statement about rights President rights Joe Biden's speech? This is a clearly warmongering speech. President Joe Biden is calling for $100 billion of funding. For Israel, Taiwan, and Ukraine, and we're supposed to just bundle these together and pretend like we're going to rush to World War III, and we're all just going to let Hillary Rodham Clinton sit here, and, okay? I'm yes. sorry.
5: You know, this is not some, what, what, this is not the way no, to have no, a conversation. No, if you want to have a conversation, you're no, welcome to come you, talk to me afterwards. You can sit here.
4: Okay, right. You're yeah, gonna you're gonna yeah. you're gonna wait for me, right? I please I, will, I, will I don't I do not believe and I will you. I
6: listen to you and I, do, I will respond I to you. I do not believe you. But,
4: Respectfully I do not believe you. Well, and the fact just, of the matter is that the just, American people's voice are what need to be heard. Yes, yeah, because, they are being because heard. our president is not speaking for the American people and
7: well, neither are that's you. That's your
5: opinion. That's your opinion. Yes, that's my but, opinion. But well, that sit down. We've heard your opinion. Thank you very much.
7: Now we're going to turn I'm gonna to people who are not the gonna stop. I'm
3: not
4: going to stop working me. on behalf I'm gonna of wave human here. rights. I'm going to exercise my free speech. But until, not, until it's I'm not free be. speech when this, you are disrupting yes, everybody else's opportunity. Yes, it is. free speech. speech. This is free speech, everyone. This is free speech. That is not free speech. This is people t- cr- constructing narratives that are openly hypocritical. I'm sorry. You the, the incredible hypocrisy. You know, you told me you John from actually... went with Eleanor Roosevelt? to bring this Declaration of the Rights of Man, John Foster Dulles was involved with the CIA. Oh yeah, well you're
5: brilliant in your
4: historical cherry picking. The Pinochet regime. Okay. Oh, please, listen. could you please inform me about the United States okay, involved we are in these historical things? We're going to move right. on Ms. Clinton, to, me, will to you Frank Disha, Don't buy a, who's a, who's buy a, actually Will, will you flip Don't buy Biden human speech. rights, need, not just down. yelling
6: about it. So Frank, I want to turn to you because you are from Uganda, and Uganda's
7: 2023 ex- anti-homosexuality act
4: criminalizes LGBTI LGBT, uh, LGBT, uh,
6: conduct
4: in Uganda. To push us to World War Three. Oh, Do you understand? It's please. not about Israel and Palestine. It's please. not about. It's not football. You're this isn't football. It's not Team America.
5: Well, the I'm sorry, but. Some Please of us down. are on Team America, despite our flaws and our yes, problems. Yes, yes, that's me.
4: And some that, of us, uh, uh, right. some of us every person on this stage. You
7: have to stop right <laughs> now. You have to stop. Or wait, I say, say, Every person on you're this stage, your, stage has right. wished right. their life, their income, their reputation, their careers and what okay. have you done other than stand up and this I need
4: you to. I will put I need my to records and these have, women's records to, and Frank's records against you any You're day of back. the year. Yeah. I'll respond. Okay. What I have done is I have asked Hillary Rodham Clinton right. to denounce the president's. Openly warmongering, suicidal, idiotic speech. And I will my asked. answer. I will that's not what give I've back. Done. So
6: that's the end of I, our conversation. Right, but sure. I'll still meet you outside. Your but you're done.
4: Right now. Okay. okay. Frank. Frank, okay. Frank.
2: Now, I play that to address, you know, the opening, opening sound bites. The Democrats. The GOP is holding them hostage and they won't work with the Democrats. Tell me one time that either party worked with the other party. Name one. Because I don't know a time. It's been since Reagan that either party bucked. All right? They, They don't buck. If they would actually compromise, we'd have so many things. You know, there was a Reddit thing. I'm trying Reddit. Right off the bat, I got banned for saying my shadow got murdered in uh, Afghanistan. My son's a Reddit moderator. He says, it's because you're young or old and you're a soldier. They don't like soldiers. Um, The left just doesn't like soldiers. Nothing you can do about it. But one was, what could you do? If you were king for the day, what would you do? And a lot of people had, I would stop uh, freaking Taylor Swift. Killer Trav, who i am he's starting to wear on me. I, he's a pretty cool fucker, and I wish he'd play for the Packers. Um, he doesn't bother me in my feed, because he's a cool fucker. I mean, you can't say you wouldn't want to be that guy. The dude's fucking awesome. It's football, good-looking dude, big and tall, a redemptive story, because he was a fuck-up, and he had to get back in. And now he's, you know, reaping in millions of dollars, and arguably the most coveted female for everybody under my age is Taylor Swift. So he's having a great life. So it's kind of cool to see that guy get his. But a lot of people are saying stupid shit like that. I said, I would like to address Congress, you know, State of the Union and and have them all in there. And, you know, under the rule, you can't say shit. Just shut the fuck up and listen. What have you done for America? America. Because I can say in my lifetime they've done absolutely nothing. Affordable Care Act didn't do shit. All you lefties out there to stumble across says, hey, affordable care is the most complicated the freaking inflation reduction act was the greatest green. No, none of that. That's just handing money to friends. The Affordable Care Act was not affordable or a Care Act for people that I knew because it couldn't still afford it on minimum wage. And it was against the law. It took the Supreme Court rewriting the law, which is illegal, to make it a law. So, no. What have they done? We have the same issues that we've always had because if they fix those issues, they can't run on it. You can't demonize the other side unless you have those issues. And unfortunately for Obamaco, well, since Obamaco, yeah, we got Obama news today. We've raised kids to believe up to the age of 26 you're not an adult. Still in your health care coverage. You should be getting coddled by mommy and daddy. You know, by 26, I had two kids and I was a fucking drill sergeant. I'd done live patrols on the demilitarized zone of Korea. Been shot at. Been through some shit. At 26, I was groated, fully groated. I didn't get shit from mama. Didn't need shit from mama or daddy. I had my own. Wasn't great. Wasn't rich. But I was dealing and doing that adult thing. And so when I see videos like this that I'm about to play of a kid melting down because of the nine and five pressures of life. I point to one party who has somehow been able to convince everybody that everything should be goddamn free there's a money tree up there and that certain people will never be successful. You know, give up the fact that Jay-Z was a crack dealer and now he's a mogul. Beyoncé came from a poor house. All these icon- all the football players, basketball players roaming out there all rich as a mahar. They could buy me sell me some of them I'd let me buy I'd be their bitch cuz I probably live a better life than I do now maybe I would have some medical care that could fix me but the point is people who work get none of the stars you see just are stars they had to put in work even Killa Trav and Taylor Swift that is still everywhere so they're coming out of my mouth they had to work to get where they're at they just didn't show up and get handled handed multi-million dollar contract to go play tight end the end fucking L, and be a worldwide billion dollar fucking global mega star that was work that was hours of practicing guitar Singing, learning how to write music. There's a lot of shit in there. It's just not you just show up, people hand you some songs, and you go out and motherfucking sing. It doesn't happen anymore. You have to put in the work. You have to learn. It's literally one of my, you know, one of the things, a byproduct of this whole craziness that we have in our media now with fucking Hollywood stars, because I'm not going to say their names again. You know, I was blessed with one gift, that's all I got. I'm average at everything I've done in my life, below average of sports, never been a great athlete. I had times in the army when I was pretty much a badass, but that was brief, it was that age, 24, 25, 26, 47, I was pretty much a badass. Ran 1132 miles and shit, that's pretty good for a guy who weighed 190. Um, because I was still lifting. I could still bench 400 pounds. Not bad. Couldn't even. If I stood next to 400 pounds, I'd probably feel pain now. But the one gift I always had is I could hear music and I could sing it. I could just hear it. I had the gift of a musical ear. You could sing something once to me and I could sing it back. I did six years of choir that my mom made me do and i was good i mean the only accolade i ever got of high school as embarrassing as it is was all state choir i mean that's it i mean i lettered in football twice you know because i didn't play my sophomore year i was on jv but you know wrestling i had what could have had four four letters i sucked but musically i could really Carry tunes. I could hear them and I could sing it. I didn't need to see music because in six fucking years, because I didn't apply myself, I couldn't read music. I'd get C minuses on the exam, but I get B's in choir. My senior year, he just gave me A's to be nice because I had two periods a day. Musically, I had a talent, but I didn't go with it. Could I think I've been a singer or a songwriter? No, maybe a songwriter because I enjoy music. Music has always been something I'm really into. I've, I'm geeky. Brothers and sisters used to hate me because I'd be listening to it in bed with my freaking Walkman. Every morning, that's all I do is listen to music. Just a, ver- a fucking vast amount of music and it... No genres, mixes in, bluegrass to acid metal to ballads to journey. And I sing and I've thought, why didn't I use that talent? Granted, I went in the army, but I could have taken courses and got music composition and I have all sorts of poems and I'm able to write words. I got published once for a poem a poem I did it was good enough to get in a book but I I never did that because I never dreamed big I just stayed this is me I'm average woe is me feel sorry for me and the weirdest thing happened through all this stupid celebrity stuff. I thought, my God, I could have done something with that. Would I have been a millionaire? No, but maybe, you know, I live next to Nashville. I could have wrote some shit. Maybe I would have got lucky. Because I do have a skill. I have a gift. That's the only gift I got. But I never used the gift. I don't know why I went on this tangent. I just get really frustrated watching kids talk like this. What the fuck do you think life is? It's not the Brady Bunch. You just don't get shit handed to you. And the perfect husband and the perfect house and the perfect family. Everything is struggle in life. Even when you're a superstar, it's a struggle because everybody's trying to take you down. Everybody had that be like Mike shit. You're not gonna be Mike. Mike busted his ass to be Mike and then stay Mike. It's not just a gift, it's work. Hard, fucking, sweaty work. You don't get it handed to you and it doesn't come free. I
8: know I'm probably just being so dramatic and annoying, but this is my first job like my first nine to five job after college and i'm in person and i'm commuting in the city and it takes me fucking forever to get there there's no way i'm gonna be able to afford living in the city right now so that's off the table like fucking duh if i was able to walk to work and it, it'd be fine but i'm not so it literally takes me like i leave here at, like i get on the train at seven thirty, and i don't get home till like six fifteen earliest and then like i don't have time to do anything i don't i want to shower like people that drive to the office like it doesn't you don't get off at five and I know it could be worse I know I could be working longer, but like I literally get off. It's pitch black. Like I don't have energy How do you have friends like how do you have time to like? Meet like a guy. I don't know like how do you have time for like dating like I don't have time for anything and I'm like
2: You know, um, she's a pretty young girl but she's missing the most important function or faculty it's going to take work it's going to take hard work and you have plenty of time to go date your pretty girl but if your whole goal is to go meet a guy and have him finance your life I'm telling you I've watched it I have a mother you're going to end up when the kids leave and it's just you what did I do with my life what did I do with my life the best thing that ever happened to my life. I didn't like it. I didn't want her to work. She got a career and that made her better. That made her as a person better because she had purpose direction. She enjoyed that. It scared her at first. She didn't know she could lead people. I helped her. as She helped me as I came out, went to retail. I didn't know shit about retail. I talked to Gigi. Gigi schooled me. You need a purpose. Trust me. 19 months I've been sick. I have no purpose. I have no purpose. Once my walk's over or my stargazing, my day is pretty painful because I feel like I should be doing something. Y- you just don't get it for free. Here's the bullshit. Uh, Yeah, they finally voted the guy. AOC, this was the actually the... Um, picture I want. It didn't matter who they pick because the left is just a bunch of shitheads and the right would be the same. Extremist GOP speaker. No, he's not. I don't know shit about that guy. Nobody knows anything about it. Um. God, they're so fucking pathetic. I would just like to see them do something on the same subject here's a piece of shit cocksucker who ran over a retired police officer laughed and flipped the bird at his family in court afterwards i will rant on the other side
9: I right, go. Go, go, go take me moving in.
10: Ass, nigga. stop talking shit bitch, stop
4: talking shit, record these, fuck yeah, 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 hit his ass,
11: What did you see them doing? Um, They were flipping us off. um, I would say about three or four different times. They flipped us off, flipping each other off, joking around with each other, definitely not taking anything serious whatsoever.
2: October 14th, 2023, two young black men in Las Vegas record themselves running over killing a 64-year-old grandfather and retired police officer. Two teens were murdered re- retired police officer Andreas Probst while they were live streaming it were in court today. They're laughing, joking around, and flipping off the family. We, we've made that. As a society, we've made that. Their entire lives they've been told that officers kill black people for no fucking reason. That's a lie. That the system will not allow them to go anywhere because they're black. Or they're a woman. Or they're gay. Or they're trans. Yet I see a lot of gay and trans and women and black people all over my fucking TV... Because now that's all we hire is gay, trans, or black because we're afraid of GLAD or BLM or some organization. So you put that in their head that everything's free and you don't have to work for it. And then you put in their head that they don't have a chance because society is out to get them. Or even worse, that the planet's going to fucking end, most Ricky fucking tick. You get really hateful, evil people. It's just what the Middle East does, except they're told, go kill motherfuckers while you're killing yourself because you get 72 virgins in heaven. And that's a lot better than the shitty existence where you shit in a hut and there's no running water. I've been there. It's not a great place to live. I get it. I could see how they can literally brainwash motherfuckers because you're living in a shit sandwich. It's not a good time. So... To the uh, evil that we have in our world, that is coming full full measure. You know, before I do that, let's let's do this. Um, I had this out of place, so I'm gonna do this. This is a guy. Now, once again, remember, I uh, uh, military care sucks. I'm still not fixed. They even tried to get me a pain management. where I go and could get electroshock therapy and um, acupuncture and a bunch of shit. He got disapproved. They won't pay for it. So I can't go to the specialty clinic to try to get assistance with the nerve damage I have. But we're paying for this guy to become a girl.
12: It, he's the one I'm leaving
13: you for.
2: You know, I remember when I was in the military, if you went to fucking Walmart to get milk, you're gonna walk a 15. But he can get his uh, trans thing on. And nothing will happen to him. If you go online and say, "Hey, BLM's bullshit," or "Hey, um, I don't agree that four-year-old kids should be able to pick their sex," you'll get an arc 15 for that, but. <laughs> You know, you can you can do the opposite. So, here is somebody uh, basically uh, very interesting explanation of the phrase "from the river and the sea, Palestine will be free." It's pretty obvious. I don't live there, and I'm not Jewish, but it means there is no Israel or any Jews.
14: Video is for everyone who support Palestine. If you don't support Palestine, you can scroll. What's Palestine? I am dead ass requesting you to tell me what's Palestine. Do you know who you're chanting for and what you're chanting? When you say free Palestine, you are not talking about Gaza. Do you know that? Gaza is not Palestine. From the river to the sea, Palestine will be free. It is calling to end the existence of Israel from the Jordan River to the Mediterranean Sea, which includes the West Bank and the Gaza Strip, and the entire state of Israel, the only Jewish state in the entire world. 7 million Jews and 2 million Arabs live here in peace. With your free Palestine idea, where do you want us to go? Where do you want us all to go? What do you think is gonna happen? The day Israel stops existing, do you not think that if Hamas takes over, if the damage they are already doing, having full control, full complete control over the tiny area that is Gaza, what do you think is gonna happen the day they have full complete control over the state of Israel? What do you think is gonna happen to you? chanting free Palestine in the streets right now. If you want freedom for the people of Gaza, who by the way, you guys are categorizing together as Palestinians. You have no idea who lives there. If you want freedom for these people, you stand with Israel to end whoever is actually occupying them israel has never attacked gaza unprovoked israel has never ever ever targeted the gazan civilians during any war or any attack that we have inflicted upon hamas and their terror targets the places they hide their rockets and guns and ammunition which are civilian homes hospitals schools. The people of Gaza can't speak themselves against Hamas because they know they'll be killed. You, from the comfort of your home in your western country, think that you can speak for the people of Gaza about who is inflicting terror on them. 500,000 Gazans cross to Israel every single day to work Let me make something very, very clear. Since Israel left Gaza in 2005, Israel does not owe shit to Gaza the electricity, the water. Why isn't Hamas providing those things to Gaza? Where is all the billions of dollars they are being sent constantly? We don't have to let Gazans come and work here. We don't have to give them food, electricity and water. We don't have to warn them to go out of their houses when we attack Hamas targets. We don't have to do anything. And somehow we are held to the standard that we do? Hamas kills their political opponents. They have not held elections since they've been elected in 2006. Even after they have GoPro'd a massacre of 1,300 people, not people killed by rockets, massacre by hand, you still don't know who they are. You still don't realize they do the same thing to the people of Gaza. You still support these people. If you want to gaza to be free you support israel annihilating hamas and freeing them of the people of gaza once gaza is free of hamas there will be peace don't you think that if israel was truly controlling gaza and occupying gaza this wouldn't have happened we would know what was going on there wake up already. These terrorists are using your values against you. They are hiding in their terror tunnels right now alongside 199 hostages. These are not freedom fighters. These are bloodthirsty monsters. Stop chanting these empty empty slogans and wake up to see what is right in front of you the siege they have a fence around gaza have you seen what happens when they make one hole in the fence have you seen what happens in less than five hours to one thousand three hundred people when they break through this fence. This will never fail to amaze me. Gaza's under sea. The fence around Gaza, do you mean the border? Somewhere that is not our territory? Same border that 500,000 Palestinians cross to make money here in Israel? The same border they can easily cross if they don't affiliate with Hamas or carry any weapon? The same border they have with their Egyptian brothers who do not allow them anywhere near their country and if after everything i said you still support hamas there is no other way to say it your values align with hamas and i'm being very very gentle if you truly want peace you stand with israel
2: that's why you're finally starting to get these that's, that's a liberal the left in America has really let us down many liberal Jews who support the Palestinian cause feel abandoned after lack of outrage expressed by some erstwhile allies over Hamas Israel, that's Peter Baker New York Times let them down too Peter Baker is sympathetic to all groups and they're coming here this is the problem Hamas, Hezbollah, and Palest- pal- Palestinian Islamic Jihad foreign fighters, inspired by the Israel conflict, may be encountered at the U.S. southern border. They've been encountered numerous times because he opened the door. Only one network has played it, so I'm going to play that network soundbite, and then after it, you're going to hear. The fighters themselves and captured phone and free press covered it. Their families so happy that they're killing Jews.
15: But the intel arm of CBP has a new bulletin out and the headline is pretty alarming. It says in bold letters right at the top, foreign fighters of Israel-Hamas conflict may be encountered at southwest border. The Daily Caller got a copy of this material. It was distributed three days ago, and it's about Hamas, Hezbollah, or Islamic Jihad fighters exploiting the poorest border to get into the U.S. Part of the concern is that terrorists can see a ton of traffic down there. One, uh, rather, the new number is 2.48 million encounters in a fiscal year, and among them at least 172 people from the terror watch list. That is 172 who actually came face-to-face with law enforcement and didn't get away.
10: ألو؟ يا بابا؟ با. أنا قاعد من جوا بسيم افتح الواتس تبع الله وهم شوف كيف قتلها شوف كيف كتالك فيديو يا لك قتل يهود هاي دخلت ربنا يا رب. ربنا, يا با. يا با. ربنا يا من جوال يهودية كتلت كتلت جوزة. الله يا الله أكبر. يا يابا كان يوما يبدا كيف يابا 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 عشرة يابا 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 يا انا افهمك يا موسى 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 انا افهمك يا
16: بدي أحكي لك مين اللي اضطر خلى الناس روح تنزح على المستشفى مش الحرب مش حماس حماس تتحمل المسؤولية في كل الحروب احنا بنتحمل الغلطة انت روح تعملت عملية وأسرة أسرة وقال لك هل تحاسب ايش هتعمل إسرائيل بعدها فانت متوقع أن أسرائيل تقول لك معلش بعرضك خلاص اوكي يعني هات الأسرة وخد هنعمل سرة أسرة على طول وده حاليا موت مسح الناس بتموت ناس اتشردت انا بيتي راح بس مش هم اللي متحملوا احنا اللي بنتحمل احنا بيوتنا اللي راحت مستقبلنا اللي راح كل راح هي اجت القيادات طعن حماس السياسيين اللي في قطر واللي في تركيا عايشين متنعمين بالقصور وبالقصور والفلل والمشاريع والاستثمارات بره بالمليارات الدولارات بعد ما نهبوا الشعب وسرقوا الشعب كله عايش مرة وبطلعونا بالآخر بيحكي لك شوية شعارات وخلص ساركت الشعب وشارطتو وأجد الشعب ولي بياكلها وكمان لو حد بالشعب يقول لا زي ما طلعت حركة بنا نعيش قبل هيك وكثير ناس طلعت اللي بنحبس اللي بنخطف اللي بنضرب الله أعلم وين بياخدوه ممنوع انت ممنوع تحكي لا انت ممنوع تحكي رأيك ممنوع يتعبر عن رفضك اللي بيصير الناس اللي راحت اشتغلت في إسرائيل قبل هيك اجت هنا بنت بيوت اجت جوزت ناس اجت عملت مستكبر اجت عملت مشاريع وكانت كمان إسرائيل هتعمل كمان عشر عامل جديد يعني هتخلي الحصه لعشرين ألف عامل ليه إحنا روح نتخربنا حالنا هيك
2: They're also not covering this. And there's a lot of these that are being intercepted. The more details we learn about Iran-backed attacks on U.S. forces in the Middle East, the worse they get. What isn't DOD telling us? Take this dispatch from Northern Red Sea. Our Navy spent nine hours downing drones and missiles from Iran, the guys that he's giving money to. I don't know why I said Iran. There is fucking um, State Department Iraq travel advisories. Direct quote for State Department, new Iraq advisory, U.S. citizens in Iraq face high risk to their safety and security, including the potential violence and kidnapping. Remember that it took months for D.A.O.D. to admit, and I didn't get this one, so I'm going to stop, and... the. Th- If it was fucking Trump, you would know all this shit. And that's, once again, as an independent, half the time, why I like a Republican president. We know everything. There is no dark room that the media won't crawl into. But when it's a Democrat, fuck it. Admit that Iran-backed forces attacked U.S. interests in Iraq and Syria 80-plus times since Biden took office. 80 times. I don't wish these attacks, this is Mary Kissel still, I don't wish these attacks to happen just think it's important for American people to have full transparency about their threat to the face so they can judge their potential political leaders, strategy or national security. BB Stacker. At, crank it out loud. I've used to follow this guy. Pretty funny. Having diversity and inclusion classes, which seem to be the administration's top military priority, they have completely ignored actual readiness. Bad actors in the countries who support them will take advantage of the weakness and complete lack of strong leadership. And that, my friends, is the fact. Jack, we worry about woke and getting trans and stuff. I mean, until this week, I didn't have a headline for Military Times. I had uh, Trump voters likely to kill. Military still has extremists in it. Because they want to kill Muslims who are shooting at them. I mean, that's the kind of shit we had. I mean, I have whinged on this show, not out my ass, on true facts that... Obama made the row so bad we lost more people as he was simultaneously doing the bunny. And for those that aren't military and don't get that, that's the movie Platoon where he says, let's do the whole fucking village. He was doing whole villages with drones in Pakistan. And once again, I don't care kill them all if you don't understand that israel is doing what we do before i went into a valley and then got shot at and mortared and rpg'd and like went through some pretty shitty shit one day we put flyers out hey if you're a civilian leave because we're coming to kill the bad guys so the bad guys were ready we do that on every mission It's really hard to have the most important aspect of an attack, which even if you're not military and you have an IQ above a potato, no, it's surprise. They don't know you're coming. That's the most important thing we do. We don't have that. That morning on March 2nd, 2002, I didn't get all the bombs I needed because the Air Force was fucked up and didn't refuel shit, but there are flyers. And right now, they're doing door knocks, they're doing announcements, they're fucking telling people, we're going to bomb this building, 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 because Hamas is in it, you know Hamas is in it, so leave the goddamn building. And like in Vietnam, and every other place that we've ever fought, where there's a uh, civilian contingent around, they go into the little caves, and they crawl through the tunnel systems, and they don't get killed. We destroy the building and they just move to the next
17: building.
18: Yeah.
2: Yay, team. So I get U.S. troops, Middle East braced for significant escalation of attacks. Well, they're already getting attacks. South Korea and Japan hold first ever trilateral aerial exercise. So, because we know the shit is about to get way deep. And then Biden in his typical fashion, ran his fucking cock trap. So we're going to listen to Biden run his cock trap and talk about Islam llama fucking phobia, phobia while Jews are still getting killed. And then the press secretary trying to spin it back.
4: I apologize. I have to go to the situation with another issue. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
9: We have had troops in the region since nine eleven to go after ISIS and prevent its reemergence in, in both, anyway, in the region.
17: What is this level of concern right now about
1: the potential rise of anti-Semitism in light of everything that's going on in Israel?
0: So a couple of things. Um, look, um, uh, we have not seen... Uh, any credible uh, threats. I know there's been always questions about uh, credible threats, uh, and so I just want to make sure that that's out there. But look, uh, Muslim and those perceived uh, to be Muslim have endured a disproportionate uh, number of hate-fueled attacks, and certainly President Biden understands that many of our Muslim Arab Arab Americans and Palestinian American loved ones and neighbors are worried about the hate being directed at their communities, and that is something you heard the president speak to in his uh, in his address uh, just last last Thursday. And so, uh, one of the things that the president has done is directed his team, uh, uh, Homeland Security team, to prioritize prevention uh, and disruption of any emerging threats that could harm the Jewish, the Muslim, uh, Arab Americans, or or any other communities. And that is something that the president has sought to do and. And since day one, as you know, the president ran on, on, um, on, you know, bringing commun- protecting communities, obviously, but bringing people together, the soul, uh, uh, protecting the soul of the nation. Uh, and so, um, that is something that the president takes very, very seriously. Uh, and, um. You know, we're going to continue to denounce any sort of hate uh, towards any American here uh, and so that's what we're going to continue to be steadfast on again he has, he has uh, uh, advised directed his homeland security uh, team to make sure that they're on top of this
2: here's his fucking tweet so he talks about the Middle East uh, mumble mumble then it's I gotta go to the situation room nobody needs to know that And then as Americans, we must come together and reject Islamophobia and all forms of bigotry and hatred. I have said repeatedly that I will not be silent in the face of hate. Yeah, you're silent in the face of anti-Semitic hate. It's Monday and I'm still riding with Biden. Who's with me? Are you fucking shitting me? Somebody realize you realize that you're basically just a dem version of the weirdo lady who posts AI pictures of Trump as a gladiator or whatever, right? Is this where you saw your life and career going when you were a young man, being bizarre propaganda mouthpiece, dude? You ready? You are ready, so ready to ride. And so he put his face on that. That's pretty funny. What? You don't have a picture of him wrestling a tiger? You know this looks just like Putin. And if a Trump supporter did it. It would be Putin. Oh, he's Putin, Butt buddy, you know, Russia stole the election. Still false. And why we're on Biden? Blah damn. 40 confidential forces on Joe Biden, Hunter, and James. FBI was getting, as we call them the biz, a treasure trove. And they ignored it all because he's a Democrat. So, yeah. Maybe before we try to save the world and make everybody else a democracy, we fix our republic because right now we have two different laws. There's the laws for normals and there's the laws for Dems. And they're different. You could fucking kill a polar bear and get away with it. And it's so funny because we remember Trump joking, I go down Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody in the head. My fans will love me. There's some truth into it. The problem is, with Democrats, it's all their voters and all their institutions. That makes it even way worse than just some crazy mega fuckers. Scoop! School makes Jewish students sign gag order after being attacked. Jewish middle schoolers at MB Bus News was reportedly attacked by other students after Hamas attacks on Israel. Some students allegedly said revenge is beautiful and all Jews should be killed. Middle Schoolers. But wait, there's more. Just a few months ago, the ADL California congratulated MBUS News on being a school with no place for hate. Apparently, some forms of hate are actually allowed. So the ADL recognized that school because it is okay. I mean, we just went through an entire fucking cycle, revolution of atheists fucking up Catholic churches because of Roe and shit. It's so bad. Israel showed him. Showed him vids. Ali Akbar as he tries to kill a, man, a dead man with a shovel. Moss Terrace in her house with small girl is hiding under the table after some talking back and forth. They shoot and kill her. She's seven. Stories of dead people on the road. Hamas uh, executed, as they're yelling at Ali Akbar. Hamas terrorists calling his parents. About to play that. Hundreds of journalists. And the funny thing is, they didn't bring it out. I didn't see any other reports. Uh, there's one on CNN, supposedly. Um, but I pulled the transcript. It doesn't sound very meaty. The, this is This is them. They're looking away because they're still going to go out and report that uh, Hamas and Palestinians, all the people that demand to see proof themselves, I hope they have nightmares for the rest of their lives. I do too, because if you don't get it, you're not going to. Freed Israeli hostage. I've been through hell. It's a long story. Not going to read it because it's obvious. We know they did. And then you just have the audio. So, um, well, first, before we get to the audio. Um, oh, man, I already played the audio. I'm an idiot, so I already played it. And that was with him calling the folks. Sorry. This is Governor. No, The world is on fire. He's the backup dem for president because a lot of people want him. Why is he in China? driving electric cars. Do you know what would happen to a Republican of this? Uh, seriously, anybody? I'm just, I'm fucking shocked sometimes, but I shouldn't because let's be honest. I don't want to um, be, what was that guy's name? He coaches at Arizona State. Playoffs. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, it was the other one. I'm wrong. Minnesota coach. We know who we are. You can crown them. We know who these people are. Here's one of them. So this cat, uh New York Meg and Vox rider. I want you to remember that we've had Biden talk about how anti-Semite mega is. The ultra mega anti-Semite Nazi blah, blah, fucking blah. We've had that, all right? But you don't see him writing those tweets. His tweets are coming from his staff and they're all, Israel needs to stop. Just take the, take the L. You, you got some people killed, just move on. But all the journalists who write these stories that is to write the tree of life and blah, 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 Wait till they find out Zionists could have saved hundreds of thousands of Jews from the gas chambers and decided not to. The Nuremberg trials revealed that actively negotiating with Nazis and even helped SS officers in Hungary get off with mass murder. This is not about anti-Semitism. Look into Rudolf Kastor negotiate with Nazis for a train of Hungarian Jews to be spared the gas chamber. He saved only a few hundred folks from his own village and family members, failed to warn the other thousands of Jews that they would be exterminated. Kastner saved a diverse group of 1,600. Right. When Nuremberg came around, Kastner testified on behalf of SS officer Kurt Becker, who is said to have murdered more than half a million Jews, which allowed him to go free. Because, spelled B C U S, because he's still 12. Apparently, killing off that many Jews doesn't go against main aims of Zionism. Danny Gold replies This is a listen to a single podcast and now wants to explain Jewish histories. What the fuck is this historically illiterate nonsense blaming Jews for the Holocaust, New York Mag? The entire ignorant thread is dependent on making a general claim about Zionists and then pointing an example of one person or Kastner as if he represents all Jews. Eric Stufer. Just a second. I'm freaking burning up. I got my I love Gigi shirt on today. Don't judge me. I love Gigi. What you've written here is patently false and the conclusions you draw from your own ahistorical interpretation of the facts are utterly deranged and reprehensible. That, my friends, is okay. New York Times, it's impossible. Do you know what's true? Barack Obama. The guy who handed a plane load of cash. It is what you would expect. It means acknowledging that Palestinians also have lived in disputed territories for generations that many were not only displaced when Israel was formed but continue to be forcibly displaced by settler movement that too often has received tacit or explicit support from the Israeli government. The Palestinian leaders who've been willing to make concessions for a two-state solution have too often had little to show for their efforts and that it's impossible for good of good will to champion Palestinian rights and oppose certain Israeli governmental policies, the West Bank and Gaza, without being anti-Semitic. Perhaps most of all, it means that we should choose not to always assume the worst and those who we disagree. In an age of constant rancor, started by me, trolling and misinformation on social media, started by me who tapped an opposing president and said, Russia stole an election. In shedding, oh, sorry, at a time with so many politicians and attention seekers see an advantage in shedding heat rather than light. You trolled for eight years, you hypocritical piece of shit. I'm a racist now because that's what he used for everything he ever said. You're a racist. He called Hillary a racist. Then since she was a great ever. It may be unrealistic to expect respectful dialogue on any issue, much less on an issue with high stakes and after so much blood has been spilled. But if we care about keeping open the possibility of peace, security, and dignity for the future generation of Israeli and Palestinian children, as well as for our own children, then it falls upon us to just let the terrorist win. Because of that piece of shit... We have uh, AOC, the modern version.
0: And Nancy
17: Cordes joins us from the White House. Nancy, we took note today that former President Barack Obama is weighing in publicly with a serious warning for Israel. What did he
6: say? What do you think it means? Yes, and perhaps speaking more bluntly, Nora, about an ally than a current president could. Mr. Obama wrote that Israel's military strategy could backfire if it doesn't do more to minimize civilian casualties. And he wrote that the Israeli government's decision to cut off food, water, and electricity to a captive civilian population could further harden Palestinian attitudes for generations and erode global support for Israel. And he said this message needs to be delivered loud and clear to israel by the u.s Nora,
9: you would accept terrorism congressman you would you
4: would accept that a ceasefire though would leave hamas in place you would accept that's a cost of saving civilian lives in gaza
12: i think in the immediate sense we have to have a pause
2: you would accept a ceasefire though would leave hamas in place in the middle immediate sense we have to have a pause. Tablet. Oh, sorry. Pro Hamas capital protest backed by democratic dark money that goes all the way back to BLM. You read the article, they have been dark moneying everything. The anti Supreme Court The Jewish anti-Zionist groups demonstrating against an Israeli airstrike that never happened are paid for by WASP's establishment. The reality is they're the ones these dark money finance everything. Do you think people moved all over the place for BLM riots without somebody paying for the buses? How did they show up in D.C. during the GOP Convention, Come on, folks. We talk about the Koch brothers because it helped them win an election. We don't talk about Zoros because that's anti-Semitic, even though he is anti-Semitic. He's, he's against Jews and Zionism, and he doesn't believe there should be an Israeli state. He, he's a terrorist. He talks like he's in a mosque. And he funds so much negative shit in America, but you can't say anything because that's anti Semitist while the same people are anti Semitists against actual Jews in Israel. On double standards and deafening silence, New the a Nazi sympathizer at New York Times listening to Voices from Gaza plus Larry Hogan, cause we have allowed where is it? I don't have it. Uh, they're letting a guy back who's a photographer. When I was at the New York Times, an op ed by a Republican Senator led to a crisis at the Paris. This is from Barry Weiss' paper, and the longest uh, editor note that I could remember, at least until the one was published yesterday about Gaza Hospital. Let's stick for a minute to the brouhaha of June 2020. Perhaps you remember some of the details, like the fact that Hunza colleagues signed on a statement saying Khan's op had put lives of black New York Times staffers in danger. My boss and the paper's former Jerusalem bureau chief Jane Bennett, who pushed out, was pushed out being humiliated in front of the paper entire staff His Deputy Jim Deo was reassigned and ultimately left the paper. Blah, 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 blah. And you know what happened to me. I mention all this because on October 17th the New York Times sent a false report to all its readers represented in fat As fact, Hamas talking point. It claimed that Israel bombed a hospital, killing 500 people. Israeli strikes killed hundreds in hospital, Palestinians say. The headline was untrue on every level. The bomb was not Israeli, blah, 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 blah. And it wasn't Palestinians that said as much as the Times, but the Gaza Health Ministry. There was no uproar at the Times in response to journalistic malpractice, at least not in public. Perhaps some expressed their concern. In the meantime, riots broke out across the world against Israel, Members of Congress, including Tlaib, broadcast this misinformation. On Monday, six days after the fact, the Times finally published an editor note saying Times editors should have taken more care with the initial representation and been more explicit about what information could be verified. Tlaib still hasn't taken down her 3.76 million people viewed tweet. That's a fucking incredible lie. 37.6 million people. Go back to Cotton. In the case of Cotton, there was not a single correctable error. Yet, in 48 hours, jobs were lost, and people were smeared and demoted. In fact, the piece, she says it, but I've already said it on the show, so I get credit. It's about me. There's me and team. It was saying we needed to play National Guard, and they said that was racist and horrible and inappropriate, and then they promptly, after January 6th, locked down D.C. like the green zone and kept it that way for three fucking months where all the soldiers didn't have place to stay and they all got COVID. Scene, They did it. Instantly did it. But they said it was racist. How many? How about maybe not all until facts are clear? How about not relying on Hamas propaganda? And then we have a whole bunch of stories. In there. If you don't subscribe to the free press, you're wrong. It's just great shit. Because they're covering that. that. That's a baby's bed. That's blood on a wall. Nobody fucking cares. None of these people care. So we're going to go through... Um, Some sound bites. We have a CNN saying it's ethnic cleansing. Kirby trying somehow to defend the president's craziness. The Nets just carrying Palestinian propaganda. And that useless fucking piece of shit, Nicole Wallace, being Nicole Wallace.
13: I love the politics The media joke of the week.
4: Jordan's king has made very clear, King Abdullah. There will be no refugees into Jordan. Egypt's El uh, Sisi has said pretty much the same exact thing. And there are layers to that uh, in terms of their people and what they oversee uh, in terms of the countries themselves. But why are those? Why do those lines exist?
5: Well, this is the fact. Jordan has already 60% of its population that is Palestinians. Right. They took refugees from Syria, millions, and from Iraq. So they pay the consequences of both Israeli actions and American actions. Egypt is 100 million people. It's the poorest country in the Middle East. They didn't trigger this. They've been asking the administration, we are willing to take some, but with one condition, that they would be allowed to return. And Israel is now refusing. I mean, what Israel is suggesting to those countries, but also to the Palestinians, we would basically expel you, millions probably. And this is a definition of ethnic cleansing. If you are allowing refugees to exit but never to enter to the land they belong to, you are basically creating a massive refugee crisis. So a country that is already paying the prices of other refugee crises. So the only alternative that they are trying to ask the administration, pressure Israel to create basically a place where if you really care about human life and the sanctity of human life, and international law as well, Israel is the ultimate power that can determine what what to do with, you know, refugees, maybe movement, if they really care, move them somewhere else, but guarantee that they would come back home if they really care about distinction between Hamas, which is 30,000 or 40,000, but there's 2 million people. So if you decide that to sacrifice 2 million people, then become this become a catastrophe and will drag America to another war. All right,
4: Rula, we appreciate you coming in, as always. Thank you very much.
18: An uptick um, on the right among some Republicans who for um, students or foreign nationals who are demonstrating uh, in some of these pro-Palestine demonstrations or, you know, allegedly pro Hamas demonstrations to have their student visas pulled or to face deportation. What is the administration's remar- response to those kinds of remarks and that kind of rhetoric? I, I, would just tell you, I would just tell you you don't have to agree with every sentiment that's expressed in a free country like this uh, to um, to stand by the the, the, idea, the first amendment. Does the
19: president view anti-Israel protests and sentiment on college campuses as anti-Semitism?
0: So look, I'm not going to get into what's happening across the country and at different universities. Not going to get into the specifics. As the admiral said, the first amendment right, right. That's what something a peaceful protest is really uh, part of part of our democracy. Being able for folks to to uh, to be able to express their feelings. I'm not going to get into any. Uh, uh, you know, specifics on that. The president has been very clear in wanting to make sure that uh, Jewish Americans, wanting to make sure that Arab Americans, Muslims, are protected here.
19: The president himself said silence is complicity, so if there's anti-Semitic letters being sent by students or protests, sentiment at protests... Of
0: course the president doesn't... uh, is uh, is against anti-Semitism, of course. This is a president uh, that you have heard me say is prote- it wants to protect communities, whether it's the Jewish community, uh, the Arab American pre- pre- community, the Palestinian co- community. If you talk
19: to a lot of the protesters; you'll hear anti-Semitic comments. I Semite hear you. That uh, and
0: we're going to always Israel denounce. Genocide. We're always going to denounce anti-Semitism. But at the same time, people have the right to peacefully protest.
18: A uh, new Harbor Harris poll just came out, which showed that a slim majority, 51 percent of 18 to 24 year olds in the United States think that the uh, violence in Israel can be justified by the grievance of Palestinians. Is there anything in particular that the administration uh, is planning to do to take this argument to those college students or those younger
13: generations who seem
18: to be um, open to the idea that there are two sides to this thing?
0: I don't have anything to to lay out on
13: Tonight, the deadliest day in Gaza since the war began. The images, the hand of a girl buried under rubble in Gaza. Then she's pulled out alive. Gaza officials saying more than 700 people were killed in Israeli strikes in the last 24 hours. Hospitals near collapse. And tonight, we have new pictures of the desperate hours for civilians and first responders inside Gaza. Our camera crew capturing the drama of another child pulled from the rubble of falling bombs. Gaza health authorities report more than 5,700 people have been killed there, as its healthcare care system appears to be failing. Gaza looks like it was hit by an earthquake.
19: The Hamas-run health ministry claims more than 700 Palestinians were killed in just the last 24 hours, nearly half of them children in the deadliest day in Gaza so far. Our camera crew captured
13: one moment. A snapshot of Gaza today. As the humanitarian crisis worsens in Gaza, new calls of the United Nations for a ceasefire and the U.S. now suggesting there should be a pause in Israel's bombing campaign.
5: As Israeli airstrikes continue to pound Gaza, two-thirds of the hospitals are out of service, according to the World Health Organization. The U.N. Relief Agency says it will have to stop operations in Gaza tomorrow night when it runs out of fuel. Tonight, UNICEF says there's been a devastating effect on children and calling for an immediate ceasefire. A humanitarian disaster leading the UN Secretary General to echo that plea.
3: I'm deeply concerned about the clear violations of international humanitarian law.
5: The Israeli and Palestinian foreign ministers face-to-face speaking past each other.
17: Israel has increased the barrage of airstrikes with the Hamas-run Gaza Health Ministry saying it suffered its single deadliest day of the war.
20: This amid some of the Israeli military's heaviest bombardment yet in Gaza. The IDF, claiming more than 400 targets were struck over the past day, including anti-tank missile launchers and, observation posts, pushing the death toll in Gaza to nearly 6,000, according to Hamas health officials. Inside Gaza reports tonight hospitals are near collapse, and we have learned that authorities are now trying to reach expectant mothers about to give birth to give them kits with tools to deliver their babies on their own because the hospital system
13: is so overwhelmed. Gaza's hospital system on the brink of collapse The W.H.O. saying an estimated 5,500 pregnant women in Gaza expected to give birth in the next month. But a U.N. agency says emergency delivery kits with step-by-step instructions guiding women through their deliveries have yet to arrive.
6: You know, I I am interested in what Liz Cheney says, Mary, but I'm more interested in when she says it. And it was interesting to me that she was out yesterday. I mean, she the first time she's spoken since Trump celebrated Hezbollah, called them, quote, very smart. Um, it's the first time she's sort of made an appearance since some of this new report has come out. John Carl had some of it, and, and we had it here here um, when that first broke. Um, and it's the first time that I think a broad coalition of Americans realizes that if Donald Trump were president right now, the world would be a much, much more dangerous place with the Middle East on a, on a hair trigger, um, with threats of violence at home with Jewish American communities, with Muslim American communities terrified right now. The country probably couldn't handle a Trump presidency, wherein his own chief of staff described him as, quote, the most damaged human being he'd ever seen. And a couple of defense secretaries were out the door for cause, for things they saw that gave them concern about U.S. national security. How do you assess this moment, again, about 12 months ahead of another presidential election?
2: To accentuate the point a little bit here is John fucking Carl losing his shit saying Biden has blood on his hand now I, I want you to think if Trump had sent and once again he doesn't have the authority to send money so he technically didn't he gave them back money that was seized but if Trump had done that and then right afterwards there is an attack on Israel by Iranian-backed forces and it's happening everywhere. There's Hamas, there's Hezbollah. Dude, this shit's for real. It's not a joke. We are like as I used to say in the army and it's very vulgar a nut hair from World War 3. A nut hair. If you're young, that's very short hair. <laughs> if you're old and you, you you think shaving your balls is a man, and I'm being totally gross. Sorry if there's females listening. Because uh, I do. I'm like, God damn. Come on. Be a man. You're supposed to be a fucking caveman. It's supposed to be a fucking bush and something coming out of the bush. We're supposed to have ugly genitalia. It's what men are. Women have beautiful genitalia. Men have ugly genitalia. But I shaving your yeah, I did it a couple times in my youth. It's disgusting. It just makes you itch. I shouldn't admit it, but I did. Yeah, no. So the analogy doesn't work as good for if you're old and you don't shave your balls. You have long hair and I don't know why we're... I, shut up. Okay, moving on. The reality is we are so close to war. And if Trump was in charge, we would be persecuting giving money to Iran. We would start implying that maybe his trying to have peace accords, trying to have talks with them, trying to give them money times deuce, because it's twice Biden 400, or Obama was 460 billion or million on a C 130, and here we're just giving money to a central bank. Oh, we would finance it. They would literally have op eds that Trump killed Jews. We wouldn't even insinuate it. It would just be done. So, Tim Scott, who is African-American, saying it, well, that's just, that's a cherry on top, because it's
20: true.
15: Uh, You said that Joe Biden had blood on his hands. That, that
2: didn't really sound like the Tim Scott that I know, the hopeful, optimistic campaign you,
4: you talked about running. Uh, but sometimes in the heat of the campaign, you say things that, that may be a regret. Do you regret saying that, to, to, of saying that the president of the United States has blood on his hands?
9: I, I don't, actually. I'm a happy warrior without any question, but we are now in the midst of a conflict. And so the warrior in me requires responsibility to start at the top. When You think about the fact that the weakness of Joe Biden attracts conflict around this world. And frankly, the negotiations with Iran is what specifically I was talking about. $6 billion for hostages only creates a bigger market for Americans abroad. But, 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 and Senator, money, if, 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 if I can just if, or, uh, but. John, but, but, let me but, finish. Okay. That money, let me finish, John. Look, with that money. We know Hamas's first thank you was to Iran. 90% of their money comes from, from Iran. Th- put those pieces of the puzzle together. That's why this administration froze those dollars just last week. But, but I mean, I- I'm glad you mentioned they froze
2: the money because none of that money has gone to uh, Iran, none of it. And, and you said that he has blood on his hands. I mean, with all due respect, not- that the blood is on the hands of Hamas. And to say that Joe Biden is complicit which you also said in in in, in the greatest deadliest yes. attack on the Jewish people since the Holocaust I mean that, that
15: that's beyond the pale isn't it I mean, well you, John you, let's you you just don't, you don't go really right think has...
9: where we find ourselves John let, let, let me let me finish my thought here because okay. I think it's important for your viewers to hear the actual truth as I see it there's no doubt that when you have President Biden negotiating with the Iranians for the release of hostages, I said this under President Obama as well, when the when we paid $400 million for hostages, you were creating a market. This is...
2: Universities, I mean... I didn't play this one. This one is fucked up. I saw it in... Uh, Two different segments. Um, he posted a. I'm I'm a victim. Shit. Uh, let me try this. I'm gonna play this one. This is a city councilman.
19: a video yesterday of an old man driving through a peaceful protest. The man gets out of his vehicle with a knife, attacking people that are using their First Amendment right to stand with Palestine. The protesters were shocked and tried to push him back into his car so that they would not be hurt, which is when the man literally drives through hundreds of peaceful protesters. The video I took takes place seconds after the man drove through the crowd in which you can see people chasing after him. And you can hear me saying, wait, as well as countless other people screaming in fear. <laughs> Just drove through all these people. Since I released a video less than 24 hours ago, I have received over 500 hate-filled emails, as well as multiple death threats. This is what happens when you stand against injustice. And we cannot be scared into hiding. We cannot allow those so filled with hate to scare us from standing for what we know is right. Free Palestine. So
2: if you watch the first video, this guy is full of fucking shit and people were harassing this old man and he got lost and he was old. So now he's the victim. This is this is the world. I'd play this, but I'm not going to. Jihad means a lot of different things to many different people. Former detective superintendent at the Metropolitan Police, Shabanam Kandangre, discusses the pro-Palestinian protest. That's in. Uh, that's in uh, Britain. And I lo- I love the fucking the, the fucking Nicole Wallace, you know. Let's not talk about the president who's fucking this whole thing up. No, we're gonna talk about Trump. Even the Atlantic, a record of pure predatory sadism. They watched it. They said, "Holy fucking shit, Batman! This is bad." win. Angry Palestinian refs warned that without immediate fuel deliveries will soon have to sh- car- sharply cut back relief operations from Gaza and Red States. Well, it's pretty obvious they're not running out of rockets because they took all those pipes and made a shitload of rockets. So, it brings me to the ugly and we're going to go on a nice little journey now. You're going to see a couple who tore down, and another person who tore down and called the person a fucking Jew, and then a bicyclist getting harassed, a Jew, and another ripped down Jew, and then Omar snapping because she hates the Jews too. So here's the left. They're the good people. We're supposed to vote for them.
7: Um, This is mine. I paid money for this, and yeah. you're not going to fucking do it. I'm a citizen here, and this is American citizens. You fucking got it. You're not going to do it. Get the fuck out of here. This is American citizens got kidnapped, you fucking bitch. Get the fuck out of here. Put your fucking face. Get the fuck out of here. American citizens, you fucking bitch. American citizens got kidnapped. Down, show your face you support
11: genocide, good you're good your all I'm asking you to do is move out of the bike lane
4: you.
11: You no of course not but ass that's ass. just the law
4: so go your ass around
7: it's not safe I don't want to go into the conjugal lane
3: is you. your life is not my concern.
7: I understand that I am in fact
15: uh, <laughs> I knew it I knew it! I knew it! I knew it!
9: I knew you was a Jew! <laughs> you people are the devil. Now we're going. I knew it! You are the devil! Now we're going. Hey, bruh, get the camera. She is trash. This is why you're doing this,
12: because you think you are tight. here. here. Galba. Alright, I think that's good. Have a good day. Fuck you. Fuck Have you and yeah. burn in hell. Stay here. Stay here. Fine. No,
20: don't worry. We're going this way. So tell the police to find us up here. Ilhan Omar is very, very upset.
12: One atrocity
7: and say this is wrong. But you watch as bodies pile up, as neighborhoods are leveled. Israel has dropped more bombs in the last ten days than we dropped in a whole year in Afghanistan? Where is your humanity? Where is your outrage? Where is your care for people? How is it that we have a president who is talking about releasing hostages, who is talking about getting American citizens out of Israel but could not get himself to say I want to save and work to save the hundreds, thousands of Americans is stuck in Gaza. What is wrong with you?
20: Do you remember her showing that kind of passion and emotion and, yes, outrage, when over a thousand Israelis and Americans were murdered or raped or kidnapped or all of the above? I don't. I don't at all. Uh, And by the way, speaking of hostages, this is a member of the United States Congress. And she's so worked up over what Israel is doing right now in retaliation from that terror attack. Yet she can't spare a moment to actually point out the fact that Americans are being held by the people that she's defending. That's that's sick.
7: I want to say how insane and painful, and scary, it is to work and serve in a space where we have a a member in our caucus say, all Muslims are responsible for this, and not a single condemnation comes from our caucus leadership or any member of Congress.
20: First of all, she's scared to work in her space. It's the House of Representatives. And you don't work there. You're elected to serve the people of your constituency. If you don't like it and if you're terrified every day, why don't you resign? Number one. Number two, the member of Congress she's referring to is actually a Democrat from New Jersey who was overheard to and suspected to have said that all Muslims are guilty of these crimes. He denies saying that, but she doesn't care. She's just running with it anyway, sparking outrage and dividing us even further. Do you think she's even had a conversation with this gentleman? I doubt it. It doesn't matter. She's got a message to send and she's got people to divide. So go for it.
7: How is it? How is it that we are serving in a body? Serving in a body where there are members who condemn us for asking for peace For ceasefire, the most simplest thing.
20: Uh, Yeah, I've seen all of those members of Congress jumping up in front of a camera saying, we condemn Ilhan Omar because she's asking for peace. Nobody's saying that. This has nothing to do with asking for peace. She's not asking for peace. She's asking for surrender. The Hamas terrorists just murdered over a thousand Israelis and Americans, peaceful, innocent civilians... And as soon as Israel now retaliates and tries to get to the terrorists, who I want to remind you again, are holding hundreds of innocent people, including Americans, against their will as hostages. The Israelis are trying to go in there and take care of them and and find them, root them out and free our people. And she wants surrender. That's what a ceasefire is. It's a surrender.
7: How many more killings is enough for you? Is it a thousand more? 2,000 more, 3,000 more? How many more Palestinians would make you happy if they died? Will you be fine if all of the people of Gaza were gone? Would that make you happy? Would that be the thing that makes you proud? And maybe that's the question you should ask Richie. Is he okay? How many more Palestinian lives is he comfortable with? Because I am not comfortable with any more.
20: Um, She's a little unhinged, to say the least. And I just want to reiterate, do you remember seeing that kind of passion from Ilhan Omar in the days after the terror attacks or from Rashida Tlaib or Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez or uh, Baldy McPhee over there or any of the members of the squad that you just saw promoting the ceasefire? They're very upset. They're very emotional. They're very angry and they're very animated, but only because, well, their side is suffering some loss right now and let me reiterate their side is not america's and not our ally israel their side is the terrorists those people are good people
2: they're all good what's wrong with you that's the guy who actually drove through i i had a buried um he was lost and they were there uh, everything he wrote is false. Protesters blocked the road, a confused elder man, not a counter protester, then tried to drive through, but the crowd surrounded and started attacking the car. There's pictures of this poor guy. Um I don't know if they have the, the one I'm looking for. Here he is. The, uh, look at this. Uh, this guy, man, I feel so bad for this old man. Watch this.
19: He not going nowhere now. He not going nowhere now. Hold up, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. He not going nowhere now. He not going nowhere now.
10: Stop. He got his out. Hey, watch out.
19: just
2: ran that is horrendous and being a person that that it almost didn't happen but I mean it could have if I wasn't paying attention and fucking the bad side of Memphis that we have a story about in a second um, yeah it's it's scary. They blocked him. They—he got scared. He's—I mean, anybody could get scared with the crowd around you. And then you have the—you know—just a lady asking to get out of the bike lane. And what do they do? What do they do? I mean, this is this is this whole thing is just so frustrating when you watch how it's um, presented. It's bad. Stifling the urge to became a difficult task as I walked through the lower levels of Israeli National Center for Medicine, the smell of rotting human remains, much of which was completely unrecognizable, was a time too much to bear. And this is literally what the media won't cover. This person, I won't read it because it's very graphic, going through what really happened. But then you have this at Spartan Stadium. What the fuck? Michigan State, do better. Michael Tracy at a pro-Palestinian march in Birmingham, England, when asked to explain the sign, she explicitly said she agreed with the mosque massacring Israel because those killed in the attack were colonial settlers. No, I'm not exaggerating. That's what she said. Others I spoke to take a different view on the permissibility of killing Israel civilians, but it would be an actor say her view is an extreme outlier because it's not. It's who they are. New York Hospital just confirmed with us that Assam Mohammed, a physician assistant, has been fired following vile social media posts celebrating the terrorist attack. On this, apologies for my delayed response. Please see below. On behalf of New York Pennsylvania, New York our values are centered around respect and caring, A violent hateful, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. He put up Best Picture in 2023 award. Those are the terrorists paragliding down to kill people. Here is uh, Alyssa Milano. Let's see. How many of these cocksuckers sign this? They want a ceasefire because they're anti-Semites. That's what would be said if it was Republican or non-progressives. If non-progressives were instantly calling for this and Trump was president, we'd be flipping this on its head. Um, Immediate ceasefire, blah, blah. So we have... um, Alyssa Milano, Amanda Seals, Oshuka Kakar, of course, that's an Islamist. Tamblyn, Loberti, Yosef, Davies, Martyr, Cross, Fishback, Thorn, Lind, Basiso. I don't even know any of these people. Let me see if there's anybody that you might know. Susan Sarandon, of course. John Stewart, Wanda Sykes, Joaquin Phoenix, Ramsey Youssef. Jessica Chastain, Margaret Cho, Channing Tatum. Come on, do better, dude. Do fucking better, Channing. I fucking like you. You did that great movie for vets. But, yeah, they get their pound of flesh. Media didn't cover that the um, free press This is one of those perfect fucking moments. The free press... A media outlet was harassed and vandalized by hateful anti-Semites. But it didn't make the news. And you didn't hear fucking Jim Acostas losing his fucking shit because they actually print both sides. They're not mega, but they print both sides. Those are the pictures. That's what their building was look like. If the anti-Semites who did this is thinking to intimidate me and the journalists of the free press, they don't know me. They don't know us, and they have no idea what we stand for. This kind of anti-Semitic attack underscores just how shameful it is that the Southern Poverty Law Center has been silent on the Moss terror attack. Does anybody get surprised by that? Southern Poverty Law Center is just like GLAAD and everybody else. Their sole purpose is to support the left and win elections. That's what we do. Kimberly So failed candidate for Sacramento City. I'm starting to believe the Holocaust never happened. Yep. She's a damn. Uh, This one. Uh, This is worse than saying nothing. Rashida Tlaib, Facebook acknowledgement of Jewish murder, not so convincing. Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib hasn't posted any statements on any of the official pages on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook about the murder of Samantha Wool. But she did post this statement and a photo of her personal Facebook page. My friend and member of organization Sam Wool was murdered. I have no words. She always had a sweet smile to offer and the warmest eyes to greet you. Our community is devastated. Yeah. Okay. No coverage of the squad. We're not surprised. They've, this has been what the media does. They don't. They don't call them out. They don't. They just don't care. I'm gonna cover this in a second. An elderly couple, an elderly Israeli hostage who was released by Hamas overnight said she had been beaten by militants when she was abducted and taken to Gaza October 7th, but was then treated well during her two-week captivity in Palestinian enclave. It was hostage shaking, but mostly peaceful. And then we wonder why that is the percentage. Do you think Hamas killing 1,200 Israeli civilians on Israel could be justified by the agreements of the Palestinians are not justified. 76% not justified. But when you go into the inlays, 18 to 24, over half believe it's justified. Because why? That's what the liberal media has told them. And if you think facts are going to change any of this, um, this slide here is Moab asaf he was on jake tapper's show and he was asked basically thinking that he was going to support them um a you know what motivates these people i mean it's the dumbest question in the world it's pretty obvious what motivates hamas they like killing jews that's what they enjoy doing it's their thing But we're not going to get Jake Tapper to change. Jake Tapper is still going to be doubling down for the left. I don't think deep inside he is anti-Semite. He just knows if if he doesn't put out what Democrats want to see, he's going to lose viewers, and he can't have that. So for clicks, he's going to be an anti-Semite.
15: You were embedded with Hamas before you were, well, first you were with Hamas, and then you were embedded with Hamas on behalf of the Shin Bet.
19: What can you tell us about what motivates these people? What, what are they like? What are the leaders of Hamas like? What do they want? Uh,
3: well, they are a religious movement, and this is what everybody's afraid to say. If Hamas was a political movement, then we can satisfy their political ambition. But Hamas is a religious movement that does not believe in political borders. You know, they want to establish an Islamic stat, state on the rubble of the state of Israel. They want to annihilate the Jewish people and the Jewish state. They want to kill everybody who support Israel, then establish an Islamic state. But this is not the end because their uh, ambition is global. They want to establish eventually an Islamic state, a global state so this is what's on their mind and we know that we cannot satisfy their ambition and the more power you know we give them the more aggressive they are going to be uh, hence we cannot give hamas what they want we cannot give them what they are asking for whatever it takes you know in war people die and we need to prepare public you know i say that this is an ugly war israel did not start it but israel will end it
2: not the answer they wanted. While this is all going on, this is Adam Kinziger. Jesus didn't support overthrowing elections. Might want to plead out now. Everyone else has a servant of Jesus Christ. Wait, he attacks Jesus. People, you know, because why not? That's what he does. Um, Thought I had another one. I guess I didn't. That kind of sucks. I moved to Tennessee and these are some odds and ends. Sorry, before we get into a little media hit. For my husband's job, we could finally save money, but it's been a major culture shock. Why was it a culture shock? People were nice. It was hard to get used to people being nice. Hmm. Trump's gang order is all over the fucking place, but she can do this. This is from October twenty fourth, twenty fourteen, when bidding to buy the Buffalo Bills, Donald Trump claimed his net worth was eight billion. It really is one point four billion because now they're baiting him to break the gag order. Um, and somehow that's you know that's okay. That's that's okay. Uh, that's what we do. So that's our. Ugliness. Now we're going to get into stupid, stupid, stupid stuff. Um, I've been sitting on this for a while because all of a sudden Rachel Maddow's out. And um, we're going to have Maddow say MSNBC on trial so he can execute it. And I played the fool's bite and I doubled it because it's just insane. Um, he wants to execute MSNBC. Al Roker jerking off over Rachel Maddow. And then Sharpton asked Maddow to explain Trump's fascism. While the world is seeing fascism, no, it's, it's still about Trump over on MSNBC. So here's our hypocrisy. We haven't done this in a long time. A lot of Matto.
13: Rachel Maddow Show has been on, as we said, 15 years. Now, when you first started this show, how how has the show changed? from when you first started it 15 years ago. To, I mean, I know you're on only now once a week on Mondays, but generally speaking, how has, has the, the ch- show had to change?
21: The host has gotten old. <laughs> <laughs> that has happened visibly. I look oh, at some, please. for the 15th anniversary, you know, you the people go back and they say, oh, remember when you started? And I just think, oh, wow, look, collagen.
13: <laughs> like, life, life is
21: lifey, okay. We all <laughs> feel that I,
13: way. And I tell a number of like students, uh, when they ask me who do I like to watch, you know, with journalism students, and I say, watch Rachel Maddow's opening Mm. segment because it is a story, it's a lesson in storytelling. Mm -hmm. uh, And that you think, where is she going? But then you get there, and it's like, wow.
21: Thank you, I, you know, I tell people if I want, you know, people getting into the business, I say, if I have one piece of advice for you, it's read, widely mm. read outside the just the day's news mm-hmm. try to read book-length thoughts try to think mm-hmm. about things in complex terms the american people need adult level discussions yeah. at right. complex levels and people are really capable of absorbing even dark stuff even and complex they want stuff as long as it's well percent do you Can't do yoga or something season. how do you exhale? Yeah, <laughs> i'm like seriously like what, <laughs> what do you do, do pilates <laughs> yes. ice, ice cream, cream? i fish you fish there she goes I fish. Okay. i'm uh, not good at it but oh, i do you it do? all the That's
13: a lot of Americans associate modern-day fascism with Trumpism, and you mentioned Trump. And, and this week, the former president and current Republican front-runner, by the way, was fined by a judge for trashing a law clerk online. Trump has tried to undermine the institution of the courts during his t- various trials, just as subverted uh, uh, the Justice Department and the media while the president and even the election. In your view, are these the tactics of a fascist?
21: It's a very good question, and I feel like you know, a lot of people get their hackles up when you apply terms that we're more comfortable using in a historical context or terms that we're more comfortable using about other countries to our modern politics today. I mean, certainly when it comes to Nazism, there's no analogy at all. You know, nobody is Hitler but Hitler. Nobody are the Nazis but the Nazis. There's no modern analogy to that whatsoever. But fascism and authoritarianism are ideological concepts that have applied in lots of other countries and at other times in American history and I sort of feel like your mileage may vi- your mileage may vary as to whether or not that's the word that you want to apply here but authoritarianism always has the same tactics you know they bring violence to bear on the political process so it kind of squeezes normal people out of politics because they get intimidated they use scapegoating and crazy conspiracy theories about minorities particularly about jews to make us think that there's some secret cabal who's controlling everything and we need a strong man to lead us they tell us not to believe journalism not to believe science not to believe experts just believe what the leader tells you you can't trust anything else And they make it so it seems like our democracy doesn't work. That they make it so your vote doesn't count, or you believe your vote doesn't count, or you believe all voting is rigged. And if you start getting all those four factors together, you sort of call it whatever you want, but we've seen it happen in country after country after country in the 20th and 21st centuries. And we know that it leads toward abandoning democracy and installing a strong man instead. And I don't think, whatever you call it, I don't think anybody would argue that that is the model that trump is offering to the united states i alone can fix it you know that the press is the enemy of the people congress should work for me the justice department should work for me to reward my friends and punish my enemies business should work for me i mean that's those are all the hallmarks of a strongman leader it's easier as for it's easier for us to see it abroad but we should also see it in our own history i mean the republican party right now has to make a decision and it's their decision to make we have party processes for a reason but. Ultimately, if you listen to what Trump is saying, you don't just sort of regard him as a um, as a spectacle, but you really listen to what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's basically portraying a future for America if he is put back in the White House, in which we don't have another election after yeah, that, that's ever. right. Because the elections are all rigged, that the democratic process can't be yep. trusted, that Congress should just work for <clears> him, <throat> the Justice Department should just work for him. That's a strong-man form of government. That's don't not what it, we have. he canceled cancel the news, like the right. news are done. That yeah. he wants to put MSNBC on trial for treason so yeah. that he can execute us. I mean, this is... And he will
0: put Rudy Giuliani on the Supreme Court.
21: If he makes it that long, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, it is that <laughs> the Republican Party is if they're going to elevate somebody like that to represent their party in a in a general election. Not only do we have a 50 50 shot of him being back in the White House, any major party nominee has a 50 party shot, yeah. a 50 percent right. shot. But the Republican Party will have to reckon with that for the till the end of time mm-hmm. in terms of to put MSNBC on trial for treason so yeah. that he can execute us.
2: As a person that looks at the media, what's the difference between Maddow and Hannity? There's no difference, but Hannity's the devil, and somehow she's a great fucking person. NBC News! A reporter covering disinformation, extremism, internet hit the journalism trifecta. NBC News, the U.S. is an independent assessment that it was Palestinian Islamic jihad rocket that misfired and hit the hospital in Gaza, according to two senior U.S. officials. Reported by C Cube NBC Logan Dobson. Let me center that my slides. Really suck today. Imagine being a reporter who covers disinformation, extremism, in the internet who got fooled by disinformation from extremists on the internet. Yes, the same guy who did it, said it wasn't. One underscore, retweeted a post lamenting how hard it is to tell what real fake on the site while also pushing the idea that 500 people were killed in a hospital bombing. He retweeted the shit. And that's the gay guy who says his life is garbage. Life is so hard. Maybe do better. Many Hassan, free speech doesn't mean freedom to speak without consequences. It means that if you're on the right, shut the fuck up. CBS, because it's an election season, we got them basically saying the illegal immigrants, and I don't know what I'm talking like that, they're not the criminals. DeSantis is.
17: You may recall the story of the 50 migrants who were unexpectedly dropped off on the island of Martha's Vineyard, seven miles off the coast of Massachusetts. The migrants all had permission to be in the United States, pending asylum hearings, and were in Texas. But it was Florida officials who arranged the flights north. Tonight, you will hear about the investigation into those flights, and why one sheriff says it was more than just a cruel political stunt. He says it was a crime. In the early hours of September 14, 2022, 50 migrants lined up on the tarmac of a military airfield in San Antonio, Texas, and boarded two private jets. The flight manifest shows each plane carried 25 migrants. Six others who'd helped arrange the flights were also on board. Hours later, the migrants landed here, more than 2,000 miles away, on the Massachusetts Island of Martha's Vineyard. These people were exhausted and did not know what was going on. They just were terrified. They really didn't know they were on an island or anything. They had no idea they were coming to a small island. Jackie Stallings and her husband Larkin own a dive bar on the vineyard called the Ritz. They were among the first to be called in to help. Jackie speaks Spanish.
0: I immediately said, you know, welcome, and how are you, are you okay, what do you need?
1: They started telling me, like their resumes, I can do this, I can do this, they all wanted to work.
17: Jackie says the migrants seemed shell-shocked, some were sick. Help soon poured in from every corner of the island, along with a flood of reporters, after Florida governor Ron DeSantis took credit for the flights as part of his newly minted $12 million migrant relocation program.
20: They were hungry, homeless, they had no, no opportunity at all. State of Florida, it was volunteer, offered transport to sanctuary jurisdictions.
17: But the Florida governor's office didn't tell anyone on the vineyard about the plan. Islanders did not think it was an oversight. I think there was this idea that by dropping these migrants off in Martha's Vineyard, they were gonna stick it to rich white people, liberal elitists.
15: No, that's hilarious because he missed it by two weeks. (laughs) He did, they were all gone. Who was left? And so what's left is working class folks that are the teachers and the doctors and the mm-hmm. tavern owners, what he did is he got a bunch of hardworking folks to come together and, and solve a problem.
17: The story caught the attention of Sheriff Javier Salazar in San Antonio. He's the highest ranking uniformed law enforcement officer in Bear County, Texas, about 140 miles north of the border with Mexico. What was your reaction when you heard that they were taken from your county?
19: I mean, I was shocked. Like, why, why Bear County? You're, you're the Florida governor. You know, why are you messing with people in Bear County that are here legally at that point, by the way? They're, you know, they're not undocumented anymore. They've been documented. They're here legally.
17: Salazar, a Democrat, spent 23 years with the San Antonio Police Department before he was elected sheriff in 2016. He asked his Organized Crimes Unit to investigate. After eight months, they uncovered what Sheriff Salazar calls a covert criminal operation carried out by individuals who were contracted by the Florida governor's office.
19: When you move people from point A to point B under uh, conditions of deception, then that, that qualifies as unlawful restraint.
17: I think when you hear unlawful restraint, you think gun to the head. They didn't have a gun to their
19: head. No, they didn't. They didn't have a gun to their head. This was not done by inducement. It was done by deception. And I know I've already overplayed my view, because, you
2: know, the view sucks. Um, here is, uh, what's the fuck's this lady name? Nasty Little Woman. Sarah Haynes slips out on female Republicans.
4: Next question. Do
7: you support
0: additional
12: ATU? You've asked your question.
0: You asked
5: your question. Go away. Oh my god. Is, by the
0: way, who was that? Okay, you I found, found Virginia
5: her. Fox from North Virginia Carolina. Carolina? She's a, yeah. a nasty said, little up. woman. She's the meanest She's, Republican. I looked up
1: there and I saw her say, "Shut up!" And I said, yeah. "One so right pretty. away." The words of this are like another example of what people we don't, we can't say "shut up" in my house. No, yeah. like My yeah. tongue by the way, say, shut up. It's a lack of decorum and it's beneath the dignity of that. Sonny, she gets that richer. She, she voted against aid for Hurricane Katrina. Opposes abortion. Th- that one, I'll I'll forgive her. But um, how? Uh, has been against every LGBTQ advancement, opposed the Matthew Shepard and James right. Byrd, voted oh. against Don't Ask, Don't Tell. This woman sounds perfect well, wait for a second. the job. But the, the, the,
5: the, the best part about her is that she serves as a chair of the Education Committee. Oh, gosh. And
1: by the way, it was ABC's Rachel Scott who was asking the question, yeah. who's a fantastic Capitol Hill reporter. And it's an important question If Did you vote to overturn the election? By the way, that whole image kind of reminded me of the scene from The Shining, where it's just like all the white
7: folks. Oh uh, yeah, what is this.
1: This is what drives me crazy as a Republican is there's important stuff going on. I want to see a pack an aid package to Ukraine. I want to see an aid package to Israel. I have been beating the drum that I think Rashida Tlaib needs to be censured for her anti-Semitic right. and like lies that she spread and criticized Joe Biden. But we can't do anything. Instead, we're putting up these people. Um, and by yeah, the way, do you to, think he to be can... annoyed
13: with? That with one side when you got this going on. When this, this is what on. we're dealing with. Know, we and and it's crazy.
1: Tom Emmer, who was um, voted out or was not didn't it's end terrible. up getting the nomination as speaker. The reason he didn't is because he voted to certify the election and he voted to codify yeah, marriage They don't polity. want that. What are we doing? The majority of Republican voters support marriage equality. Do apology. you think this Mike Johnson has a shot at getting enough votes? I think purely because of fatigue. I think they've all given up and they're well, like, then they need to find some be stamina because p- that p- <laughs> is unacceptable. And that little nasty lady in the front needs to get out of office. Yeah, it's the first thing. Shut up yeah, to the people. Reporter, it been- out. It's beneath the dignity. Of the You're
5: bordering point. on elder abuse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Sorry, not to interrupt. Any that is what right. most online trolls end up looking like. You end up finding out they're a grandmother, they're on the school council, they work in their churches. And they always—that is always they what always, they, look they always say. And I love God.
2: Okay, so we finish with this idiot, Philip Bump. Are, are you fucking serious? That's your best working journalist, really? Because remember for the millionth time. As he said, um, <laughs> Chris Salita Saliza, um, said that, you know, but freaking reporters don't take sides. And I want to close on uh, some funny shit. Uh, I had a friend who listened to my last show and sent me an old army buddy, uh, sent me a fricking, uh, rabbit hole of TikTok Cause last show I covered the stupid Kelsey fucking Taylor Swift saga that seems I'm wrong. I mean, I've talked to a lot of football players and people in the real, like the real world, and they are like 100% where I'm at. Like, hey, that's cool, good for them. Two rich motherfuckers are gonna have rich life and have rich, rich, and yeah, good for them. Um, but I don't care. in a football game, football games are fucking bad to begin with. It's early in the season. Only, only the Chiefs are playing good. Everybody else sucks. Okay, I'm bitter. My, my fucking Packers really, really, really suck. And yeah, I, I'm, I only sometimes pay attention when they're showing Kelsey catch touchdowns. And you know, I'm cis normative, but that motherfucker's good. And I wish we had him. It's been since like Jackson and Chimura. And That's '96 that's a long time ago since we had a good tight end so we're gonna go on a rabbit hole of people covering it and i realize everybody has a form of podcast now so it's very interesting i've been doing this forever and i guess i don't look i I look at all the important podcasts you know i listen to sports shit um and then the the fly on the wall but i don't listen to uh popular culture my god I just grabbed some randoms. There's thousands. I mean it's like everybody talking about it. It's either it's the greatest thing ever, or they're covering the coverage of the coverage, or the coverage of the coverage that Kelsey said on his podcast. I try to listen to the podcast. I like their documentary. I really like Jason. But I, I that's just not my kind of podcast. You know, they they bullshit a lot and and I just I get it's even door, door bumper clear of late, I have not watched it a lot because it's just bullshitting and they're not talking about NASCAR. NASCAR has been boring. I'm just, we tried, just not our thing. I haven't been watching any other races. Um, but there's coverage of the coverage of the coverage of the coverage and too much coverage and coverage. So there's a lot of, and, and when I was going through this, there's people doing things about her leaving on a jet and leaving him and I guess I'm wrong. People do care about this. I don't know why, because as I've said on the show, I understand him because he's a really good tight end, so I get the NFL coverage. I mean, man, think what his career would really be if he had started dating her earlier, because whatever's going on in that relationship, and I don't want to be crude because I think it's inappropriate to talk about other people having sex, especially young kids. It must be working because it's supposed to be the opposite. Remember, Rocky said chicks... Or not Rocky, but the freaking coach. His uh, corner guy. What the fuck was his name? When he made him do the chicken, chase the chicken, you know, you had to go grab the chickens. It was like, women make you weak in the legs, Rocky. Um, It's working. Homie did almost 200 yards. That's insane. So it's actually working. Um, But her, I, I just don't understand her. I've never understood her why she's such an icon Um, when you compare it to the beyonce's or madonna's i don't get taylor swift i just don't get it i've never gotten it it's a young person thing young girls and i guess they're talking to them but that whole young genre of boy bands and bts and talking about your boyfriends or dicks and all men are bad i just I, i just don't do pop i've never done pop I guess I did Spandau Ballet. That was pop. I mean, they were really good. Um, I guess I did a little as a kid. But I just, I don't get her. I don't know why she's so huge. I don't know why she's a billionaire. I don't get it. Her music's good, but it's not like... I've never listened to anything that i went, oh my God, this is the greatest thing I've ever heard. Whereas I have listened to certain acts that went, my God, that's really good. That's like musically amazing. Her music composition and everything is just pretty basic pop. It's, you know, a nice little hook and... It's nothing more than that. It's nothing new. I mean, I don't want to go in depth on this, but let's be honest. Everything we listen to now is sampling somebody else. There's nothing new. You know, you had your news. You had Nirvana. Totally different sound. Grunge. It was a different type of guitar. It was a cross-between guitar band, you know, a garage band that you heard in a local scene and something else. Because he purposely didn't play clean. He liked to have that distortion you have the tool, totally different guitar, heavy bass and percussions, slipknot, heavy fucking everything. Just an onslaught, circusole soleil, crazy fucking music. It's so much that even when it comes up on my playlist, walking, especially sick, um, snuff, a ballad, sulfur. And my favorite, Blister exists reminds me of Afghanistan. I have no fucking... I made me bones in the water and dust in my lung. I saw bones in the water and dust in my lung. Um, Because it was that powdery flail. It would flail the ground. And it was so... It was like a more than powdered sugar. It was just so freaking dense. It would just get up everywhere and you'd get in your lungs. Um, Those songs... Every time I listen to them, I'm catching something new. With hers, it was a hook. I didn't catch anything different. um, Other than style. Because this all broke out. I broke out in 1989. Yeah, I bought it. And I listened. Um, I like style. That was a really good song. It had a nice guitar line. But there's nothing that stands out like this is a great piece of music. Because we don't have that anymore. I miss Linkin Park. You know, the crossover. Rap, rock. Just a really interesting, inspiring, different genre. We don't have genres. It's either r or bubblegum pop. And I'm sorry, it could be said that grunge and hard rock, it's pretty much angsty and I want to slash my wrist with a butter knife. Yeah, that's true. Most of the lyrics are very seriously evil. But when you look at a band like A Perfect Circle and Murder Mons and you listen to that album from front to and you have a seriously musically interested um drop C, drop D. It's kinda like a sound guy ga- sound garden super unknown. It was musically so different, and the tone of guitar was totally new. Uh, Billy Howell was doing something people didn't do. It was just a different tone. It's kind of like Jimi Hendrix, you know, it was a different tone. There were octaves and um, the tonality and the cleanness of it was just so good. And then the music evolves to heavy to beautiful ballads like Three Libras and Orestes. I mean, it's just a really well-crafted album. And modern artists, you don't get an album. You get releases. Every modern album from a guy I think is really talented... Um, Justin Timberlake, I owned two of his back in the day because I, I worked out to him. You had maybe three or four good songs and the rest of it was just okay. Taylor Swift would you know the best was 89. She had like three really good songs on that. was a blank spaces, fucking bad blood, all that shit. They had hooks. they were good, but since then I don't know of anything, you know it doesn't come up. It's not media driven. And that's how you found out before. When an artist is really big, they just push it, right? And so you pick up those songs. If you're not listening to an FM radio or you're not listening to Amazon new music or what the fuck genre she is, I don't know. Um, it's very repetitive lyrically. It's the same stuff, boyfriend stuff. I mean, a lot of people are seriously joking that she's just dating him so she can have new music, muse. And maybe she will. Maybe she'll marry him and she'll do beautiful love songs. And I'll be sitting here going, okay, I'm a dumbass. She is really great. But I don't see it. I just don't. And I, I literally went out and had this conversation, which is so weird because I have nothing better than my life because I'm bored and I'm sick. And yeah, I suck. I'm a nobody. She's a billionaire. But every conversation, because it's constant, it's nonstop, it'll be every football game until the Super Bowl everybody's like fuck and stop we don't care you're doing graphics about him dating her and his stat line are you fucking shitting me and every play it's what is taylor doing and then you see a 33 year old woman acting like a 16 year old and it's probably because that's what she is all of these artists when they start that young they're in a bubble. They're a brand. They're not a human anymore. And as a father, I look at her and I just think sadness because, you know, I could be her dad. Technically, I have a daughter two years older than her. My first child is two years older than her. And I think, what a horrible fucking life that everything is one paparazzi out to the other snapping pictures she has no privacy she can't go anywhere she's got crazies probably trying to fucking kill her because they're just obsessed because it is pushed and then you got this nice guy travis kelsey he appears to be a nice guy i don't know didn't really follow him i i mean i follow those stats because i watch always watch nfl uh game day highlights ever since Chris Berman went away, I just miss him, and was it Jackson, Keith Jackson, what was his name, the Denver Bronco, I'm fucked up, I can't remember, me and Zach as a kid, man, till he left the house, every Sunday night, rumbling, rumbling, stumbling, I don't even watch the fucking game, I miss the game, I was working, me and him would sit and watch that, it was like our tradition, um, to watch that NFL primetime. I mean, it was fucking awesome. But anyway, so I taped that. And the next day, I always go through it, watch plays, and it's hard to miss. I mean, the guy is really good as a tight end. Him and Kittle are just next level, head over heels. So I followed him a little bit. Like I said, I watched the documentary, was really sold on Jason. What a great father! Seems like a really nice dude. That's a dude you'd have a beer with just a nice guy and I have a thing for centers man they get no respect they play in a position that nobody talks about but god they have so much pass play calls and coverage uh blocking coverages I mean they're they're just fucking they're like the QB of the big guys right the guys that probably carrying an extra 30 pounds just to fucking hold off these crazy talented 300 pound defensive linemen that just go through like shit through a goose I mean it's scary shit um but they, they don't get airtime. They don't get, oh, look at that guy. He just blocked three fuckers because the center not covered. He's going to help left, right, poof, hit the flanks. Yeah, these dudes are fucking talented. And a lot of these schemes, they pull, which is unheard of. You know, I'm not like a football expert, but I'm to go back to the 80s. Centers didn't pull. That was a guard tackle thing. Now they have the pull, they have to do screens. I mean, these motherfuckers are athletic. So I really was sold on him. And then I started listening to the podcast, but I couldn't do it. It's two dudes bullshitting. They're both for teams I don't give a fuck about, so it's like hard to listen to. And then it just all became Taylor Swift. And once again, I got enough Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift everywhere. For God's sake, just stop. I got it. Ares Tool Tour. She's awesome. Greatest artist ever. Don't understand, but cool. Great. They got her coming on SNL. And now we know everything about them, and we know way too much about everything, and kisses and weekends. And I feel creepy because she's a kid. I changed a diaper on a girl who was born when she was. And I see her, it's it goes back to Arya Game of Thrones. She's a little girl in my brain, and you're womanizing her. And I know she's a woman, but you know, it's like, oh God, no, I don't want to see Arya's boobs. No, she was like seven when you started this shit. And now she's getting boned. What? That's how I feel every time I get a Taylor Swift update. On my goddamn phone when I say, don't give me a Taylor Swift update. Because I cover NFL. And I'm kind of watching the Chiefs. Packers suck really bad. Titans suck. And the Chiefs are really close. And they're really entertaining. That's a good football team. Packers haven't been like that since... 12, 13, 14, maybe? So it's cool to watch a team just, wow, Mahomes. We should get a haircut. Got a weird fucking hair. I mean, you're a billionaire, dude. You got... I can't... You know, he's like these two Wahoos because you can't see a Subway commercial without him on it. I mean, he's always there. It's like Patrick Mahomes lives in my fucking house. He's always on TV. but bam Because YouTube makes you watch shit. If you watch... Uh, like you record things... You're, you get the mandatory commercials, which kind of sucks, the TV package. They don't have a commercial-less version. Anyway, so I'm covering the Chiefs, and I have my bleachers report on the Chiefs now because I'm, I'm not going to change teams, but when your team is getting blown, the fu- when you lose to fucking Denver, that's pain, bro. I can't, I can't even read Packer shit. I haven't watched a game since the first game of the year. It's just too fucking painful. They fucking suck. They suck fucking big time. They're horrible. This is like back in the 80s. It's painful. And you know, I'm a football fan, but when you can't watch it, you got to pick something else. So I'm kind of doing this Chief thing and I tried to replay the game and it didn't have the feature on YouTube. You have a feature where you can say top plays and you just go through it. And I really wanted that because I knew what it was going to be. I already saw... I was checking scores of the Packers. And if you go on Twitter, you know, you have these little updates. And it was all fucking Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Kelsey, Taylor Swift, Kelsey, Taylor Swift. It makes you just fucking start hating these people if you're normal. Because it's like, okay, I got it, man. But anyway, that's all you saw. So I didn't find the Packers. But I found out Taylor was wearing a bracelet. And Taylor was doing this. And Taylor, Taylor, Taylor with Taylor, Taylor. And they did graphics and Taylor and Taylor, Taylor. And that went on. For the rest of the day, because now I ha- I follow the Chiefs, so that's all the updates. Every auxiliary stupid thing in your bleacher is about them dating. So, to close the show, because I'm a bitter old man, bitter, just bitter. I have a tunes, um, our southern border, and a bunch of people talking about it from different perspectives. And this is one billionth of the content on TikTok. YouTube was just all, oh, they're so great. They gave each other gifts. Is there one month birthday or anniversary? Oh, my God. She kissed him on the cheek. How the kiss on the cheek says a signal. Fucking shit you not. That's what YouTube returned. So here's our lighter fare. It's not very light. It's not very fair. It's one-sided.
22: All right, I'm going to say something that's really controversial and some of you may not like what I have to say. I don't get the hype with Taylor Swift. I was going to say this before everything happened with the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis, Kelsey, all that. Like when she came in our area for her concert, my Facebook was inundated with pe- people who were going to her concert, pictures. I, I couldn't handle it. I went off Facebook. So I was like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to see any more shit about Taylor Swift. My family is a huge football family and we watch football all the time. And then she infiltrated the NFL, and I am so freaking annoyed. Listen, I'm not saying she's not a good singer and a good performer, I'm not saying that at all. I just am not a huge fan, she's okay. I'm just tired of hearing about her. And now she's infiltrated the NFL? Like, I could give a shit if she comes to the game. Stop talking about her and showing her when I'm watching football. Not to mention, I this is a whole other conversation that my husband and I had. I can go into details later, but he's almost positive she's gonna run for some sort of political office. Like this is just her way to get in and see it become fans with other demographics. I will not be voting for Taylor Swift for any political office, I'll just put that out there. I mean, no hate to her fans. I'm sure she's got a lot of them that are watching this video. Not that I don't like you. I'm just tired of people talking about her. Like, can we just, enough? Although I guess I'm talking about her. Anyway, anybody else can relate? Anyone?
12: Okay, so, uh, the Chiefs are looking pretty good this season, don't you think? Wait, hypothetically, how much is it to, like, go to Kansas City? Go
15: to Kansas City?
12: Yeah, just, like, hypothetically, like, you know, travel to Kansas City and, like, sightsee. What's there? Trees and Kansas. It's, like, really pretty this time of year.
15: It's in Missouri.
12: Babe, Travis Kelsey's is just so good. He's like a generational tight end talent. Do you know what I mean?
21: Well, yeah, but.
12: Like, I just think he's a really good player and I think we should probably start showing like more support for good players. Well, like I just think I'm in a new, you know, I'm in a new era and I think I need to show like actual support for players that are good. I just really love football. I hope you know. And I would really love to go to a football game.
15: All right, let's go to a Cowboys game.
12: No, well, are they playing like Kansas City anytime soon? No, well, i have Preferably, to check like, the schedule. at Kansas City. <laughs> Just like to get the experience like we'd, we can always go somewhere here in Texas, but can't always go to Kansas City.
23: Travis Kelsey thinks the NFL is overdoing it with the Taylor Swift coverage. He discussed it on the latest episode of New Heights with his brother, Jason Kelsey. Jason asks Travis, is the NFL overdoing it? What is your honest opinion? Take away your feelings for Taylor. What is your honest opinion about how the NFL is treating celebrities at games? And You have to watch the clip because when Jason says, take away your feelings for Taylor, Travis is literally blushing like a little schoolboy. It's so cute. Travis says, I think it's fun when they show who's at the game. I think it brings a little more to the atmosphere, brings a little more to what you're watching, but at the same time, I think they're overdoing it a little bit for sure, especially my situation. I think they're just trying to have fun with it. Then Jason goes on to say that he thinks the NFL just isn't used to having celebrities at games. He says basketball hasn't figured out, you show them once and let people know that they're there, but they don't overdo it because people are there to watch the game. Travis says yeah, and they're not there to get thrown on TV. Again, Travis is handling this with such grace and respect, but also I feel like celebrities do attend NFL games, but I I also think that Taylor Swift is just on another level. Let me know your thoughts
11: the nfl is now responding to travis kelsey who said that they were overdoing their taylor swift coverage these are getting dicey if you missed it you could go watch my last video but to summarize basically travis and jason kelsey both went on their new heights podcast and said that they think that the nfl is overdoing how much they're showing taylor swift during the chiefs game and now nfl is defending themselves by speaking to people the magazine saying that this has all been a pop culture moment that they've leaned into in real time they pointed out how they changed their instagram bio to the Chiefs are now two and zero with Taylor Swift in attendance. I didn't even know this part. Apparently, they had photos of Taylor Swift as their TikTok header. To the people who think that this is becoming annoying, they said, "We frequently change our bios and profile imagery based on what's happening in and around our games, as well as culturally." The Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey news has been a pop culture moment we've leaned into in real time, as it's an intersection of sport and entertainment, and we've seen an incredible amount of positivity around the sport. That's not all. The vast majority of our content has remained focused on the game, our players, and a variety of other initiatives, including our toys story fun day football alt cast the international games and more i personally feel like if taylor swift does attend the next chiefs game they're going to dial it back a little bit considering what they've been hearing me know what you think about how the nfl responded to travis
15: this is the one time that i'm going to talk about it besides when the chiefs played the bears and taylor swift was at the game for the first time but look my sister's gonna probably kill me for this because she is a huge taylor swift fan but we don't care anymore we don't care i hope that these two that they are happy And they have a great relationship. But we don't need to see her every single touchdown like she's the offensive coordinator sitting up in the box. We don't care anymore. The only reason why the NFL is doing this, which they are smart for doing so, I'm not discrediting them because Taylor Swift is like one of the most famous people in the world. And it gets them so much publicity. That's why they're going A-wire with this, changing the bios of the NFL Instagram, the NFL Twitter, all of that because. It just brings the NFL more money. This has been a cash cow for them. Now the NFL's got to realize, dude, it's just annoying at this point. Watching the New York Jets-Chiefs game was literally just watching Taylor Swift the whole game. We don't care anymore. And Kanye West made her famous anyway, so. (laughs) (sighs) Thank you.
13: Thank
14: you. Travis Kelsey was asked by his brother Jason on their podcast if he thinks the NFL is overdoing it when it comes to their coverage of
6: celebrities at games, including Taylor Swift.
15: Everybody's just like overwhelmed with- your feelings with... for Taylor. What is your honest opinion <laughs> on how the NFL is treating uh, celebrities at games?
4: I think it's fun when they show uh, who all is at the game, you know? I think- uh... I think it brings a little bit more to the atmosphere. Brings a little bit more to to what you're watching, um, but at the same time, I think uh, they're overdoing it. They're they're overdoing it a little bit, for sure. Especially my situation, right? I think they're they're just trying to have fun with it,
15: and um, a lot Here's of I,
4: uh, a lot of the people watching. Go ahead, let's hear it.
15: I just think the NFL is not used to celebrities coming to the games. Like basketball has to figure it out. People yeah. are there to watch the game, right?
4: Yeah, they're not there to get thrown on TV.
15: Al Michaels is for the
4: people. He has promised not to overdo the Taylor Swift coverage on tonight's Thursday night football game. You know for damn sure the producers are in his ear saying, Hey, go to Taylor Swift. We're going to Taylor Swift. You know what he's going to say? Go F yourself. He said the vast majority of people are tuning in to watch a football game. There are people, I don't know how many, it could be a sizable number, but certainly not the majority that just want to watch Taylor Swift. Well, you know what? You guys aren't going to see her tonight because Al Michaels is for the people.
12: NFL has now released a statement among backlash that they need to calm down, they're being too loud. loud. This comes among a lot of backlash of them just completely overdoing whatever story this is between these two and even as somebody who was a Chiefs fan before all of this even happened even I was getting overwhelmed with the amount of coverage we had, you know, them replacing their bios of Taylor was here, Chiefs are 2 and O with Swifties, their headers, they were really pushing all of the Taylor Swift references, they're coming to their own defense after Travis Kelsey put on his podcast that they are quote overdoing
15: it a bit. What is your honest opinion <laughs> on how the <laughs> NFL is treating uh celebrities at games.
4: I think it's fun when they show uh, who all is at the game, you know? I think uh I think it brings a little bit more to the atmosphere, it brings a little bit more to into what you're watching. Um but at the same time I think uh they're overdoing it. They're they're overdoing it a little bit for sure, especially my situation.
12: Right? Especially my situation.
15: I just think the NFL's not used to celebrities coming to the games. Like basketball has it figured out. They're all courtside, they're sitting there, they show them once or twice and then and then they but they get back to the game. The NFL's like, "Oh, look at all these A-list celebrities in the game. Keep showing them. Show them, show them." And
12: that, that little part of that statement made me kind of stop and think, okay, what, it's it's starting to really make me wonder what's going on here. Because one thing about the NFL, they are going to be shameless in their promotion about anything. So I, I'm assuming that not only, you know, did Travis Kelsey come out and say this, I think... I think Taylor's PR team, I think, you know, their stakeholders are kind of like, let's let's just back up, maybe just a little bit. Like, after they made a touchdown, they showed Taylor Swift. They didn't even show a player. Like (laughs) Her exposure is not a good thing, especially when it comes to PR and and navigating a celebrity is really hard. But when it comes to the point where people are like, okay, this is getting...
7: Your Honor, the evidence is overwhelming. This man went through painstaking lengths to enter this man's home. He cut through the fence, smashed the windows, and crawled inside through broken glass, bleeding all over the floor. DNA and video evidence puts him right there. Does it sound to you like the occupant consented to let him in?
15: You're right. Sir, I have no choice but to find you guilty of not inviting him over. (gasps) You're sick.
2: All right, so why do I cover it? It annoys me. I cover it because, you know, I got to be quite honest. It's sad. Um, For me, in my age, uh, I think I I look at things. um, The evolution of us as a country. Um, And you compare it to what you had when you were a kid. And I got to admit, it is, um, back in that time period, yeah, there were icons and stuff, but with the flow of information, there, there wasn't as much stuff. You know, you had more like, um, when I talked last podcast, Madonna rumors, Madonna did this, Madonna did that. Um, it is amazing how many people literally need that in their life. Um, they hold on a second they need to live through celebrities watching celebrities and learning stuff about celebrities makes them very happy because um, they feel less about them, their lives and as stated on a couple podcasts and I promise we'll cover it again I just don't want to do woke um With the advent of the internet and our evolution to uh, fucking influencers and everybody wanting a like, everybody wanting to go viral um, for good things because going viral for bad gets you fired. People look at that as awesome. But the reality is there are two kids dating. There's millions of people doing that. Young kids meeting each other. Granted, they don't go on a podcast and go, I'd like to bone Taylor Swift. Okay, that's not what he said. That's the implied task. And then manifesting. That was what I read in an article. It was a sports article. Um, manifesting a relationship with her. And thinking how awesome it would be to either, and these are men my age, date her or date him for the women. And I don't think they see how bad their lives are. I mean, nothing is free. She may have a billion dollars or more, but she doesn't have freedom. She can't go down to the corner and get a big gulp. They got to have 80 fucking security people go out and clear that bitch out. And a guy like me who's filling up, who looks kind of shady because (laughs) I'm wearing too much garments because I'm freezing and I'm walking in 50 degrees with a parka. Don't judge me, Matt. Um, Because I I have a core body temperature problem. Uh, I get cleared the fuck out because I look like a homeless guy and I might try to snatch her. He literally was pumping gas and people were tweeting that shit online. They're putting it online that he was pumping gas. Where's Taylor? That's a shitty life. I mean, he's already a huge person if you follow football. Now he's in her sphere. With that becomes the pressures of always being brand. And I don't have a comparison, but when I was a soldier, I did have to Brand. You were always in the microphone or microscope. You couldn't go out in public and do anything. If You cut the rug or did something crazy. You're fucking fired. Like you're going to lose your career. So it's a microscosm of what they do. And they think all that money and all that fame would actually make you happy. But they're people just like you. And there's all sorts of bullshit that comes with that kind of fame and that kind of money. And I remember I was asked by a person of the day when this conversation came up, checking out, and I didn't bring up the conversation. Somebody else was talking about football and they were going off about it. Uh, Wouldn't you want that? And I was like, no, no, I I wouldn't want that. I've never craved... Um, I want to be viral. Have I been upset that I don't get thousands of listens and the best I've done is like 500 on an episode? Sure, sometimes that pisses you off because I've been doing this a really long time and I don't think it's the greatest podcast in the world, but I think it's decent. You know, I've listened to a lot of uh, Bush League podcasts like mine. I think it's decent production, not being narcissistic. It's okay. Um, but I would not want that. And how much money could you really spend? With more money come more problems. Because you got to pay all that security. You got to live in a gated community. You got to have Tony Montana fence systems. I mean, you got to have a lot of shit going on, man. Because there's fucking crazies everywhere. There's people that are not stable and they obsess over people because the media is just shoving it. That's all you see. This is how crazies do crazy stuff. Because you see these people and they become not people anymore. And you lose that reality and I think watching all this and seeing all the reactions and and the comments of people just like happy for Taylor Swift because she's dating a guy and then listing off her entire love life and I thought because I'm old man I want my daughter have people know everything about everybody she ever went with that fucking drive me crazy I wouldn't want all my business out in the street And I think there's an empty hole. In a lot of us, there's just an empty hole. There is one for me. I have emptiness. But I don't fill it with the celebrities. They're not going to make me feel better. In fact, it does the opposite. It It makes you feel less than. I'm not very accomplished when you look at a person like that. I remember we were laying in bed and we watched a video and this young girl who annoyed the piss out of me I think I might have said this on a couple of podcasts ago but she was fucking with her ponytail and she was going to go do some serious demonstration F-16 flying and she fucked with that ponytail and fucked up that ponytail fucked. and then she went out and just did this crazy top gun bullshit with that fucking jet and I thought, that is a 30 year old woman look what she did, what have I done? because I'm old, we all start assessing what did I do? claim to fame ran some retail stores fought in the mountains with some motherfuckers It's not a lot and that's my frame of reference on this the more you obsess about the excellent lives of all these other motherfuckers you look at your life as inept incomplete less than and how is that good for you always craving something that happens to one in four billion people or six billion. There's just one Taylor Swift and there's just one Travis Kelsey out of that entire motherfucking planet. One. Because they were born that way. And you're not. So obsessing on that life and not living your life seems like a huge waste of time and just something that would make you super depressed. So that's uh, the view from an uh, old fart that Nobel League is a fuck what I say. <laughs> I'm just going to say it anyway. And the last time we covered on the show, I just got that from a friend. I was like, motherfucker. I, didn't, I just, I'm wrong, because people are into it. That wraps up. Another episode of Flavor Politic Podcast. Go to SoundCloud Flavor Politic with the K. Rumble 482467 podcast, gmail.com for emails. We will go 31st or first. 31st or first. Well, I'll be burning a fire. We're getting winter weather, gonna have a first hard freeze. I'm fucking excited as shit. Disconnect from all your devices, don't get the yeah yeahs. As always, thank you for listening and y'all take care.
22: Every death is a tragedy, y'all. Seven lives.